Hi, this is Debbie Marku, host of the Mortgage Mom Radio Show. I don't know if you've heard about it, but rents are skyrocketing. Do you rent right now? Are you a tenant? Well, chances are, if you haven't felt that pinch yet, it's coming. Think about when your contract is up and start thinking about what your landlord might do. You may even want to call your landlord to find out if they plan to increase your rents. It is happening all over the nation, and the last statistics show that we can see a 15% increase from 2021 to 2022. Give us a call. Let's stop the bleeding. Let's get you into a home. Let's lock in a monthly payment that will never change. It's 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. Or head on over to our website to mortgagemomradio.com. Debbie Marcou is licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, NMLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona, 0941504, Florida, L076508, Georgia, 69178, Idaho, MLO, 208023726, Illinois, 031.0058339, Missouri, North Carolina, I210940, Nevada, 57237, Oregon, Tennessee, 184373, Texas, Washington, MLO, 237926. She's a mortgage mom. She can get things done When you're in need and don't know where to go Pick up the phone and call mom Mortgage Mom. And um, we've actually, it looks like Heather is saying that the sound is not there. So Heather, if you can pop on and let me know if you can hear me now. Uh, We just want to make sure that everybody can hear the show and what it is that we are saying and we are talking about. So um, Heather, if you can let me know if you can hear me. Uh, I can hear you now. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much, guys. We actually, we we moved the studio around a little bit and I did it while my son Mikey was not here and I uh, tried to plug everything back in for him to make his life better and mom obviously doesn't exactly know where everything goes. So my bad, my bad. I'm so sorry. So we're going to start over. Welcome to the Mortgage Mom Radio Show. I am Debbie Marku. I am the Mortgage Mom. And what you guys missed is that I'm very excited to do this show today. This is my first show that I'm not going to take the sound and I'm not going to send it to radio, which means that I can say anything that I want to say. Wow, (laughs) I love it. That's going to be very exciting. So I want this to be an open communication, open discussion. I want anybody to say anything that they want to say. I want you guys to ask me questions. I think it's very important for you to do that. The Federal Reserve did come out and did say today, about an hour or two ago, that they did raise the Federal Reserve prime rate by another three quarters of a point. So the most important thing to know is, What does that mean for you? If you are out there and you are thinking about buying a home, you've been pre-approved, you haven't found a house yet, you haven't locked in an interest rate, what does that mean for you? So number one, everybody knew that this was coming. Everybody expected that this was going to happen. We all anticipated the three-quarter point rate increase today. It's been, everybody's been talking about it for a very long time. So in the interest rates that we have been quoting to people over the last couple of weeks, we have already seen this rate in increase actually 
put into the rates. It's already been built in. So we did, we will see a lot of times with just like anything, with any announcement that happens, we will see the stock market go up. We will see um, the, the bond markets change and that might spark something for very short term. But in general, we have actually already seen that three quarter point rate hike included into interest rates. So might interest rates be a little bit different tomorrow, just like with any announcement that could change or affect what you see in the crypto worlds or the the stock market world or the mortgage rate world? Yes, absolutely. There could be some changing up and down just sheerly from the announcements and the excitement. But in reality, we've already seen those interest rates go up and we've already seen them get built in. So one thing to keep in mind with that is that they did state today that when they do get back together again in six more weeks from now, end of December, that they are planning to raise them again. So we will see interest rates increase over the next six weeks with the assumption of that next rate hike being built in. So what's going to happen? Things are going to get a little bit crazy right now. And then for the next couple of days, maybe tomorrow, Friday, Monday, Tuesday, then they'll kind of simmer down a little bit and calm down. And then about two to three weeks prior to the next rate uh, Fed meeting and the next anticipated rate hike, we are going to see interest rates start to climb again. So what does that mean to you? What what should you be doing? So so number one, if, if you've been out there and you've been looking for a home and you've been making offers on properties and you're trying to get yourself into you know, into the next uh, real estate transaction, you want to do it as quickly as you can. We've been saying this for, you know, the last year and a half that rates are going up, rates are going up, rates are going up. That That's just not going to change. That, that's going to remain. It's going to stay the same. Rates are going up. The sooner that you lock in an interest rate, the better that that interest rate will be. I just heard news a couple of days ago, and of course, nobody has a crystal ball. Nobody knows exactly what is going to happen. Nobody knows how things will uh, change, and then all of a sudden, the direction that maybe the Federal Reserve was pointed in gets turned around backwards. But the last time, um, the, the last thing that I heard was that they were anticipating that the Federal Reserve would continue to increase interest rates into March of 2023. From there, then I think that they're going to go ahead and leave things be and then eventually start to bring interest rates down a bit. So if you are in the market to buy something, you have been out there, you've been looking, you've been trying, the best thing that you can do is keep going and try to go as fast as you can. Try to locate that property. Try to get an interest rate locked in because honestly, we are on the upward escalator at this point. We're not going to see any major interest rate dips, not at least that me, the mortgage moms, C's coming anytime soon. Now, what does all of this mean for you guys, right? It's very important that you know what does it mean to you. And a lot of people have asked and they, you know, they they wonder, should I be buying a home right now? Should I be waiting? Okay, so so I do want to give you guys some facts that you do need to know and you need to be aware of, which is why the interest rates are so important. So just as an easy way to think about it, for every 1% that interest rates increase your buying power decreases by about 10%. So if this time, November 2nd of 2022, interest rates were at 3.5%, and today, 
they're at seven and a half percent, we have lost 4%. That means 40% that you have lost in your purchase power. So if in November of 2021, you could have purchased a home for a million dollars, there's a very good chance that today your budget is going to be somewhere around 600,000. So it is a very big swing. It makes a humongous difference. Somebody buying a home for 600,000 at an interest rate of seven or seven and a half percent, that monthly payment is significantly higher than what that monthly payment was for that same home a year ago. So you guys, you want to try if you can to get that interest rate locked in before they continue to go higher. And everybody keeps telling me, well, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to wait. I'm not going to buy. I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to, I'm just, just going to wait. I'm just going to wait this out. And you know what? That's okay too. That There is no bad decision right now. There is not a single decision that anybody can have. There's not a single opinion that anybody can have that is wrong because none of us know what is to come. None of us know the future. If you were to ask me and say, hey, Debbie, what do you think? How long do you think it's going to be before we see interest rates come down? I'd honestly tell you, well, I think that they're going to continue to raise the rates probably into first quarter 2023. Like I said, I just had heard through March of 23. So I think first quarter 2023, hopefully they will have raised the hell out of them and gotten it done, finished whatever it was that they got started. Don't we all wish that they just had done it just overnight? Boom. You want 5% higher, just freaking move it 5%, like get this over with. But no, they have to drag it out, right? That's what they do. So anyway, my opinion is if uh, we are going to be looking at March of 2023 as the final rate hike, that's that doesn't mean that the next meeting in May, right, is going to now start to bring interest rates down. Well, it's not. They're going to leave that rate where it's at for a good amount of time. They still need to bring that inflation down. So they need to keep those interest rates high for however long that it's going to take to be able to start to bring that inflation down. So from March, I think that we've probably got till the end of that year, maybe possibly 12 months before we start to see them give us some sort of relaxation and start to bring some of those interest rates down a bit, uh, you know, to get the, everything re-stimulated. So we've probably got moving forward today, if you ask me, the mortgage mom, my opinion, I think we've probably got about 18 months or so before we see interest rates start to come back down to more normal levels, you know, 6%, 5%. These are normal levels, guys. These, you know, the 3%, the 4%, the 2%, those were very, had never been heard of before. I mean, that really, that was a pandemic. I don't know that we will necessarily ever get back to that point in time again. I, I truly don't believe so. I can tell you being in this business for a really long time from from 2017, 2018, 2019, interest rates were in the mid fives, fives, touch six, little higher than six, touched four, high, high fours, right? We, we That is really where we've been for a really long time. I can go back to, you know, 05, 06, and again, interest rates were five, five and a half. I mean, they, they, that is really more of the norm for, for buying a home and for getting a mortgage. So, Yes, they're going to have to bring them down, but where are they going to go to through through this? You know, where are we going to get to? So some of the things that I've heard people talk about are interest rates in the 8% range. I personally think that we're going to probably see interest rates get to a 9% range uh, at 9%. 
yeah, it's it's going to get tough. It's going to get very, very tough. It's going to be very, very hard to afford something that you want to buy. And we're in a position right now where, you know, at this moment in time, sellers, we have inventory. There are a lot of homes that are going on the market, but we have a lot of homes that are coming off the market. So the sellers are saying, hey, we're sitting here, we're listed for sale, we're not selling, I'm not willing to reduce my price, I'm just gonna pull it off the market, I'll keep the property, I'll rent it, whatever that might be. Rents are going through the roof at the moment. Rents are going to continue to go through the roof. So you can argue this on any side of the equation and you can be right on both sides. I could sit here and I can tell you, hold off, don't buy, save your money, stay in your rental. And you could tell me, but my landlord's increasing my rents. I, I've outgrown my property. I can't stay here. My landlord said they're going to sell the property. I have to move. I'm looking for new rents and rents are even more expensive. You can look at every single side of the equation right now and there isn't one right answer. The right answer that I can tell you is if you need to buy, if you need a place, it's your time to buy, it's your time to buy. If you buy something right now, I want you to expect to stay in that home for at least five years. Make it a five-year plan. Even if property values do drop, they will always come back. Five years gives you a nice long period of time that if property values drop, property values will come back. The next most important thing to do is to make sure that you are buying something that you can afford. It is in your budget. It is very, very important to know that you are budgeting for something that you can continue to afford. And I don't, you know, I don't want you guys getting into something that is not affordable. Uh, you have to be able to afford it. I understand that you might not be able to trade what you're renting today for what you can buy. You might not be able to get out of the three-bedroom house and into a three-bedroom house for the same monthly payment. I totally understand that. You may have to be willing to consider looking at something smaller, moving to another area. Um, there's there's just a lot of things that do come up. And again, like I said, no nobody's wrong. Waiting, you're not wrong. Buying right now, you're not wrong. If you're getting transferred, if your landlord's telling you to move, if you're outgrown, you're pregnant, you're having another baby and you know, you just don't know where in the heck you're going to get that crib in. You have to move. So I give you all a little bit of homework that says, look at your rent. What are you paying today? Look at current rents. What would another property, same, very similar to what you have that you're paying for rent right now, what would it cost you to rent a new property? If your landlord knocks on the door and says, I'm really sorry, your rent is, you know, your time is up, lease is over, I'm giving you 30 days to move, 60 days to move, you know, what is it going to cost you to relocate to a new rental that is of the same consistency, same size, same yard? Same everything, right? Three bedrooms, two bathrooms, you've got a two-car garage. What is that going to cost you in a new rental? That's something very important to think about. Then what did you owe in your taxes when you paid your, your income taxes last year? Did you pay money? Did you get money back? Okay, what are you going to be able to write off if you owned a home? So that's very important to know as well. The only way to know how your tax return would change would be to call your financial advisor, call your CPA, call your, um, you know, your agent that does your taxes for you. How will my return change? Will I get a refund at the end of the year? 
That refund that you get at the end of the year, let's say that you owed money before and now you're going to get $5,000 back. You take that $5,000, you divide it by 12 months, and that is how much per month more that you have capable that you would be able to spend in your take home on a mortgage payment. So, you know, there, there's a lot that is going on in today's world. Again, the best thing that I can tell you to do is to budget, budget, budget. Whatever you buy, know that you can stay there, you can handle it, you can stand it for at least five years, okay? Now, that doesn't mean that you have to stay. You could small start in a condo. You could buy another condo next year. You could buy a property, a, a single family home the year after. You can buy as many properties as you want, right? But what you need to know is that you are going to stay in this property for at least five years. Because that way, if property values do drop, which they probably will, you are not forced. You're not in a situation where you're upside down. You're going to lose the property. Those are not situations that we want to see you get in. I want to know that if you're buying a condo that you think you're only going to be able to maintain it for like a year before you want to hang yourself uh, and you need something bigger, then I want to make sure that we can get you into the next property and you can hold on to that property and you can make that property a rental. So you just want to make sure that you are planning in advance for what could happen, what will most likely happen, and then how does that work into your plan. But again, renting guys is 100%. When we talk about interest rates and I say, well, interest rates are 8%, interest rates are 7.5%, interest rates might be 9%. Renting is 100%. You are throwing away your money on rent. And you have to understand that rents are going up and they are going to continue to go up. They don't care what the property value is of the house. Rents go up over time and they always continue to go up. And there was actually a very long period of time that rents didn't move very much. So right now with inflation, we are really going to see those things spark quite a bit. I live here in California. They just passed a, a law this year that says that rents can be, landlords can increase your rent by 10% every single year. That's 10%. The average rent here is $3,000 a month. That is $300 that they can change your rent next year. So then the next year you're at $3,300 and now they're going to go 10% on top of your $3,300. Then the next year 10% on top of that. So you have to look at you and you have to make the decision to buy when it's the right time for you to buy, regardless of what is happening in the market. But it is important to know what is going on in the market, and it is important to know what the future holds, and it is important to make sure that the decision you're making based on property and loan type is something that you can maintain and you can continue to hold for a good period of time. So with that, I can see we've got, uh, Carrie had said, I can hear you now. Heather says, you're good now. Uh, Marlene says, yes, we can hear you now. I love that. Ashley says, same. Uh, Claudia gives me big um, hearts. Thank you guys so much. I do want you guys to remember, this is an open, open communication show. I want you guys to put your questions into the feed. I will answer them for you. If there's something that I say that doesn't make sense, please stop me, write it in there, ask the question about it. Happy to stop myself and to explain what it is that I'm saying and what I'm talking about. But the Federal Reserve did raise the rate again, another three quarters of a point. We are going to see mortgage interest rates jump. We're going to take a super quick break. When we get back from the break, I'm going to actually read to you what the um, 
what the statement was that the Federal Reserve put out so you guys can get an idea of what's coming at the next rate hike, what they're anticipating and expecting. And then we're going to talk a little bit about budgeting. We're going to talk about refinancing because everybody, every loan officer that is out there, which I wish that they would just freaking stop doing, keep saying, marry the house, date the rate. And that's not really accurate. So we're going to talk about that. Why do I disagree with that statement? And then what would I suggest that you do? So stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Debbie Marku, host of the Mortgage Mom Radio Show. Hey, do you know what an FHA loan is? Well, tune in. Listen up. It is a do-over loan, in my opinion. They've got great circumstances for anybody that's got lower credit scores, possibly a short sale or a foreclosure in the past, even a bankruptcy. Give us a call. It's 3.5% down to buy a home, and refinancing is there to help you as well. It's 844-935-3634. Or head on over to my website at mortgagemomradio.com. All right, so welcome back to Mortgage Mom Radio. I'm Debbie Marcoux. We just run those really quick uh, commercials to give me a second to grab some water and then get back at it. So here we are today. We're talking about Federal Reserve prime rate hikes. Uh, They just announced it today, brought that rate up another three quarters of a percent. Uh, They are talking that they're going to do that again in December. I have heard, you know, through through my uh, sphere of, you know, the industry that it's probably going to continue to be hiked all the way through March. I'd originally, I kind of felt like maybe December was going to be the last hike that they would do. And then now I'm hearing that they're going to continue to move forward with that even into 2023. So it is very difficult to say where are we going to peak out at as far as interest rates are concerned. But what I can tell you with very much certainty is owning a home is still very important. Knowing that you can afford your property is the most important. And knowing that where you what you are buying, it is going to be comfortable for you and your family for either a very long period of time, or it is within your financial um, uh, portfolio. Basically, it is in your plan to make sure that that property is going to stay with you as a rental while you go and then continue to buy others. And I really, really want you guys to hear me out. Please plan on five years. That is important. Please plan on five years. We all know that real estate goes up. We all know that real estate comes back down. It is a cyclical cycle. When it comes down, it will come down. Obviously, prices are going to drop. And when it goes up, it is always going to exceed where it stopped the time before. So wherever we hit our high this time, it the next time we hit another high, it is going to be higher than where we stopped this time around. If you look back at the financial crisis, the great financial crisis that they call it from 08, um, you know, where the top level was of property values, people thought we'll never hit these prices again, ever. Okay, and we did, and we superseded it significantly. So it will always come back. It's just a matter of making sure that you are planning time, planning budget, planning money in the right direction. So that is very, very important. Um, If you guys want to call the office, you want to talk with me or any of the girls on my team, please feel free to do so. That is what we are here for. We are here to help you create 
a game plan, whether that plan is for today, whether that plan is for in a year from now, two years from now, three years from now, you have to start with a phone call. The phone call is the most important piece. You've got to get the education that you need. You guys need to go to uh, here on my YouTube channel. If you're watching via YouTube, watch my home buyer workshops that I've done, learn about buying a home, understand what closing costs are. All of those pieces are very, very important, but you have to know what you need. You know, if you call me today and you say, I just started driving for Uber. I've been there for three months. Okay, that's fantastic. I love it, right? We all have to do what we got to do. It's a job. Like, great, awesome. But you are a 1099 employee. I cannot give you a mortgage loan, full doc income qualifying mortgage loan, unless you have two years of tax returns when you're a 1099 employee. So what are the options? Well, if you have 20% down payment, I can do a loan for you or I don't even state your income. So that's an option. But if you haven't started to save, you've just got this job, you don't have any money in the bank, the chances of you being able to buy a home are very slim. But what happens to that person that never picks the phone and never calls my office? They do the job, they get the 1099, they write off as much as they can so that they don't have to pay the tax man as much in taxes. They wait the two years because they heard somebody say somewhere that they had to have two years of taxes filed. And then they come to me in two years from now and say, I'm ready. I've saved my money. I'm ready to buy. Okay, that's fantastic. Show me your tax returns. I get the tax returns and they've written everything off and there's no income for me to use and there is no way for me to get them qualified. So it is very, very important that the first thing that you do is pick up the phone and talk to us. I don't care if you just started the job. I don't care if you've been at the job for a year. I don't care if you have no money. I don't care if you're, you know, have money, but you have no job. Whatever the situation is, is if you want to be a homeowner at some point in time, you have to call our office. You've got to get on the schedule. You've got to make an appointment and you have to talk with me or one of the girls. We are all very educated. If they work for me, they are just as good as I am. So please trust anybody who would pick up the phone and talk to you here at Mortgage Mom Radio. But that is the first place that you have to start. That is so, so important. Um, I can see that I got, uh, Zahir got on, gave me a big like. Thank you so much for the thumbs up. I've got Claudia jumps on. She says, I'm looking into refinancing, but I don't know if I should go for it right now. I want to take cash out and lower my monthly payment. Right now, we're paying around 3,500, which we are barely making it. Um, so, and she, you know, and then Zahir says, please support. So I hope you're saying, please support me. I appreciate that. Uh, Claudia continues to say, our plan is to use this cash to build an ADU. We have the space on our property. So Claudia, that's actually, so there's a couple of things that are going on there and it's a great question and one that we get very frequently. So we, uh, and I, and I want to bring this up because I could actually read for you a text message that I got today from a friend that says, I got myself into trouble again. Um, you know, uh, my I racked up my credit cards. Mikey, grab the door, would you? Um, I racked up my credit cards. I don't know what to do. I need to get them paid off. Um, you know, do you have any ideas for me? Okay. And this is happening everywhere. So I have to tell you guys that most many, let's just say many, Many homeowners got into the habit of interest rates kept dropping year over year over year for many, many years. Property values continued to go up, so they had a lot of equity. We would do a refinance for them, pay all of their debt off, get them one monthly payment that they could afford, and what did they do? They turned around, they used the credit cards again, racked them back all the way up to the top, 
and they would come back to us and refinance again and refinance again and refinance again. And if any of you have gotten to know me over all of these years that I've been doing this show, I always tell people, put the credit cards away, give them to your mom, put them in a drawer. You can't close them because you're going to ruin your credit, but put them somewhere that you cannot get to them. Put them somewhere that you cannot use them because there is going to be a point in time that comes that you are not going to be able to get out of the hole that you have created. And here we are today and we are at that place. Um, Claudia, I would love to tell you that you could do a refinance on your home today and you could get money out of your house like you could have a year ago or two years ago. And at the same time as taking out money, you could have dropped your monthly payment. That is very, very uncommon today. Now, maybe you're a different situation. I don't know you, you know, it's the first time I've seen you jump on the chat. And maybe you have an interest rate that's in the 7% range. Maybe the, you know, some of the money that you might pull out might pay off other debts, right? But if you, uh, if you don't have debt to pay off and you have your mortgage from a year or two ago and your interest rate is lower and you're trying to take out money, you're taking a mortgage that's, let's just say, for example, 300000 at, let's say, a 4% interest rate, and you're getting a $400,000 loan at a 7% interest rate, your payment is going up and it's going up huge. So that's not really for 99% of the people out there in today's society with mortgages. That's really not an option anymore. Now, I love the idea of the ADU. I absolutely love the idea of the ADU because with the ADU, you could rent it out and you could make yourself money. But how much more money will you make from the ADU? So here's your homework that I'm going to give you, Claudia. What is your interest rate today? What is your balance? How much do you pay on your mortgage? And this is something you can do either by calling the office and talking to me, or you can do it really on your own. And this is for everybody listening. Same exact homework. What do you owe on your house today? I owe 300000 My interest rate is 3.5%. My monthly payment is $2,000. And, and I'm just throwing numbers out there. I'm in the studio. Whatever those numbers are, look at them. Take away your impounds, your escrows. Take away your taxes. Take away your insurance. Look at just your principal and interest. Now, how much more money do you need to build that ADU? How much more money do you need to pay off that debt? So let's say you need 100000 okay? So let's say that now you're going to go from 300000 to 400000 And the rate I want you guys to all use right now, it can be different. I'm doing FHA purchase loans right now for 6.875. Just lock somebody in actually at 5.875, but that's because the seller is going to pay a bunch of points to buy the buyer's rate down, right? So an average, typical Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, conventional 30-year fixed rate, 7%, right? Seven and a quarter even. So take that 400000 and run your principal and interest at seven and a quarter. If you guys don't know how to run a payment, no big deal. Get my app. Text the word mom to 844-935-3634. You will get a text message with a link for the app. If you don't get the text message, no big deal. Just text me again and just say, I didn't get the link. I'll send it to you. If you have the Mortgage Mom Radio app, not the one in the app store, this is a tools app. This is different. You can get it from my website. You can get it from my Facebook. Get it from my YouTube. The link is all over the place. But you can also text me and I'll send it to you. There is a calculator there, a refinance calculator. It will do the payments for you. So how much is the payment going to go up if your interest rate goes from 3% to 7 and a quarter for that $100,000? Is it more than what you're going to be able to collect in rent on that ADU? 
Maybe it's not time to do the ADU right now. So just some things to think about. Um, Claudia did jump in. She says our plan is to use the cash to build an ADU. So I love that. That's what we just talked about. She says guilty with the credit cards. And I know everybody is. Everybody is. If we pay the credit cards off, it is so, so hard to not touch them again. And that's a really difficult situation. And we have a lot of people that come to us every single day that say, I don't know what to do. I need to pay these credit cards off. I owe 50,000, 60,000. And many of them are saying, should I just get an equity line so that I don't touch the interest rate on my first mortgage? Well, guess what? You're going to get an equity line. The equity line is adjustable. It's going to move every time the Federal Reserve moves the prime rate. So that's going to eventually go up and be more money per month. You already can't afford the minimum credit card payments right now. So you're going to take an equity line, pay them all off. You're going to use them again right? So now you've used them again. Now you got those minimum payments again. Now you've got this equity line payment that continues to go up because it's adjustable, right? You're going to find yourself in a situation that you guys can't get out of. So it's really, really important right now during these times to budget, whether you're going to buy the house, whether you own the house, whether you're thinking about building something, whether you need to pay off the credit cards. I'm telling you guys, you have all got to get very, very good with your finances right now. Groceries are high. Gas is high. Everything is expensive. Utilities are more expensive. The winter's coming and we're all going to have crazy ass gas bills. That's what's happening right now. You know, we've got to make sure that we're budgeting. It is really, really important. If you've got yourself a line of credit and your property value drops, your line of credit is going to get shut off. I can promise you that. That's just what happens every time we go through these cycles. Um, you need to try to consolidate. You need to consolidate as much as you can. You guys need to cut back on everything you can possibly cut back on. And you guys need to budget. Budget, budget, budget is the most important thing. This is not over yet. They are not done raising the rates. Every time they raise the rates, your minimums on your credit cards go up. If you have a line of credit against your home, a personal line of credit, you have a student loan that is not a fixed rate. Every single time your minimum payments are going to go up further and you are going to get pinched harder and harder and harder. So you guys need to figure out how to budget. If you're in that situation right now, like my girlfriend that texted me this morning, you need to figure out how how the very best possible way that you can to get out of that situation. And then you need to do a little bit more thinking on what do I do moving forward from here? How do you figure out what to do? What are the options? What's available for you? You talk to us, you call us, we're here to talk to you. We're here to give you the information that you need. We're here to give you the, the truth. You know, these are the options that are available. This is probably the one that would be the best for you. Might not be what you want to hear, guys. We're, we're getting ugly, right? We're, we're going to get really down and dirty and ugly now on this show. I don't have to be PC. I don't have to be the happy go lucky mortgage mom. I can give you guys the reality of where are we at? And if you call and you talk with us, we can give you, me and my team can give you the reality of where you're at. If you have a line of credit, you should be thinking about consolidating it with your first mortgage. If you can, you might not be able to. If the payment is already so high that you can't afford it, you might want to think about selling the home. If you're thinking about selling the home, you're going to want to look at what are rents, how much is rent going to cost me to get into an, a property that is similar to what I live in now. Okay, that might not be the option. So we've got to look at the hard truth and the hard reality and figure out where's the best direction to send you. That That is the most important thing. So we're going to take a super quick break. Claudia did say, okay, we'll do my homework. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Espelin Loco says, every show, use them. 
you look hotter. Oh, I love you. Thank you so much for that. That always makes me feel so good. He gets on here and gives me, maybe it's a girl. I don't know. I don't even care. Somebody's giving me a compliment. That's awesome. So anyway, everybody stay tuned. We're gonna take a super quick break and we'll be right back. Hi, this is Debbie Marcoux, host of the Mortgage Mom Radio Show. Did you know that we have loans for self-employed borrowers? That's right. Purchase or refinance. We don't need to see your tax returns, just your bank statements. Have you been thinking about buying a home or trying to get some cash out of yours, but you thought you were stuck, you just don't show the income to qualify? Well, give us a call. Let's see if we've got the program for you. It's 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. That's W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. Hi, I'm Carrie Young with Mortgage Mom Radio. Did you know that you can access the equity in your home and still keep that same low rate on your first mortgage? We offer home equity lines of credit and fixed home equity loans. Use the cash from your house to pay off high interest credit cards, remodel your home, pay for college, or invest in another property. Put your home's equity at use today. Give us a call. That number is 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. That's W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. Or visit our website. That's MortgageMomRadio.com. All right. So welcome back to Mortgage Mom Radio. I'm Debbie Marcoux. And today we're talking about the Federal Reserve, the Federal Reserve prime rate hike. And I did promise you guys before, which I didn't get back to, to kind of read to you guys the statement. So I'm going to do that right now. So what they said was recent indicators point to modest growth in spending and production. Job gains have been robust in recent months and the unemployment rate has remained low. I call bullshit, but whatever. I'm just saying that. That's my part, not part of their statement. Okay. Inflation remains elevated, reflecting supply and demand imbalances related to the pandemic, higher food and energy prices, and broader price pressures. Russia's war against Ukraine is causing tremendous human and economic hardship. The war and related events are creating additional upward pressure on inflation and are weighing on global economic activity. The committee is highly attentive to inflation risks. So once again, the mortgage mom's thought process is, how about we stop sending money to Ukraine? Maybe, maybe take care of our own people, but okay, whatever, let's keep going. Again, I'm not on radio anymore. I can say whatever I want. All right, the committee seeks to achieve maximum employment and inflation at the rate of 2% over the long run. In support of these goals, the committee decided to raise the target range for the federal funds rate to three and three quarters to 4%. So they're not even giving us an actual range, just where their target is, guys. So read between the lines on that one. Um, the committee anticipates that ongoing increases in the target range will be appropriate in order to attain a stance of monetary policy that is sufficiently restrictive to return inflation to 2% over time. In determining the, the pace of future increases in the target range, the committee will take into account the cum cumulative tightening of monetary policy, the, the lags with which monetary policy affects economic activity and inflation and economic and financial developments. In addition, the committee will continue reducing its holdings of treasury securities 
and agency debt and agency mortgage-backed securities. So one thing I do want to make sure that I explain that, a lot of that sounds like wah, 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 right? And it kind of is wah, 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 wah. Um, but the most important thing to hear in that is that they are going to continue reducing holdings of treasury securities, so i.e. what affects our mortgage interest rates and agency debt, they're referring to Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, of mortgage-backed security. So again, they're, they're, they're letting go of a lot of what they were actually um, putting money into, which is going to in turn watch our interest rates truly inflate. They're, they're, they're going to go up quite a bit. Um, the committee is strongly committed to returning inflation to its 2% objective. So um, they're committed to that. But like when, right? Um, Carrie got on and says, I love that you have no filter now. I was going to say the same thing. Stop sending money we don't have to other countries. And, and it is true. I mean, I, I understand that there's a war over there. I understand that there's human beings over there. But unfortunately, my opinion, and you could totally disagree with me, but when we've got our vets and we're telling our active servicemen to buy food stamps or to use food stamps to buy food, and we have homeless in our streets, we need to take care of our own. We've got Florida that just got destroyed. We've got people that aren't getting insurance payments because they were in flood zones. I, I mean, we just we just have so much to work on, to be honest with you, that I, I mean, I just, I'm not, I don't understand the whole Ukraine thing, but whatever, you know, let, let's shut down pipelines. I mean, that makes sense. We, we don't need oil, right? Um, so anyway, so in assessing the appropriate stance of mon monetary policy, the committee will continue to monitor the implications of incoming information for the economic outlook. The committee will be prepared to adjust the stance of monetary policy as appropriate if risks emerge that could impede the attainment of the committee's goals. Oh, wait a minute. So if we increase rates too hard, too fast, and we tank the economy, we're reserving the right to take all this back. So, you know, I love it. I love it when it's just like, you know, okay. Um, and I love this too. Claudia says, yes, say it, girl. Agree 100%. Like, you guys don't even know. I really do probably need to start like a politics channel <laughs> because I think that there would either be a lot of people on board, there would be a lot of people that would hate me. But either way, hey, people would find out who Debbie Marku is, right? All right. So it says... Um, the committee's assessments will take into account a wide range of information, including readings on public health, labor market conditions, inflation pressures and inflation expectations, and financial and international developments. Can we just focus on the freaking country? That's all I'm saying. The U.S., United States of America. Come on now. So that is basically what the press release was. That's what the statement was that they came out today. There was another article that I found. Federal Reserve on Wednesday hiked interest rates by three quarters percent points for the fourth time in a row as central bankers keep up their fight against inflation despite rising concern about the risks of a recession next year. And I love it how this in this article is like recession next year. Are you are you, you're kidding, right? Like we're we're already in that recession. Like, come on now. Um, in determining the pace of future increases in the target range, the committee will take into account the cumulative tightening of monetary policy. Blah, 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 blah. Fed has now raised rates six times this year. Okay, so first in this article, they said four times in a row. Now they're saying six times. Come on, let's get it straight. So as you can see, like there's a lot of people that don't know anything that they're 
that they're even writing. Um, the Federal Reserve doesn't 100% know what they're doing. Uh, they are going to increase rates. Definitely they will. They're going to continue to increase rates. You guys need to look at your budgets right now. You need to look at your homes. If you haven't bought a home, make sure you're budgeting for the appropriate home, one that you can hold on to. I still believe truly, even though this was kind of a negative show today, I truly do believe that real estate is where it's at. If, you own, if you're renting right now, you're throwing your money away. You truly are. Even if the property, the tangible asset was to drop in value, it will always come back at a later date. But it is very, very important that you are making yourself a plan for the future. How many properties do I want to own? If I buy a property today, how soon will I need to move out? How big is my family going to grow? How long can we sustain here where we are? Can we add on to this house? Um, you know, how much am I putting down? What is my financial budget? Those are all very, very important. And for many of you out there who are very much like my very, very dear friend who has refinanced herself out to oblivion and gone and used those credit cards one last time and now finds herself in a financial mess. We've got to get you out of that mess and you need to call us to hear what those options are. And they may not be options that you like. It might not be something that you want to hear, but let us at least talk to you about it and try to help you figure out what your best way is to move forward. So I'm here. My girls are here. Carrie's here. Heather's here. Heidi's here. They're all here. Everybody is here to help you. The number you call here at the office is 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. If you guys liked the show today, please share it. Put it on your social media. Tell your friends about it. Have them get involved. The more people that we can get on the show, the better. I don't have the national radio stations going any longer. I truly couldn't afford to keep that going right now during this point in time when things are slow. Applications are at their lowest levels in years. So we are, I am truly, truly relying on all of you to spread the word. We'd love to help anybody that is ready and anybody that isn't ready but wants to get ready, we're happy to help them too. So please spread the love, spread the word, give me a thumbs up, and I will be back again next Wednesday. Best way to know that we went live, text the word mom to 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. You will get one text message a week to let you know that we have gone live and all you gotta do is click the link and jump right on and you can be part of the show right here on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. We hope you guys all have a fantastic rest of the week and you guys will see me back right here again next Wednesday at one. Talk to y'all real soon. Bye-bye. Debbie Marku is licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, NMLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona, 0941504, Florida, L076508, Georgia, 69178, Idaho, MLO, 2080237926, Illinois, 031.0058339, Missouri, North Carolina, I210940, Nevada, 57237, Oregon, Tennessee, 184373, Texas, Washington, MLO, 237926. She's a mortgage mom. She can get things done. When you're in need and don't know where to go, pick up the phone and call mom.